Yo, 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 everybody. Welcome to Get Creative. Here we are, middle of March. My gosh, the, the year is going by. Christmas is just around the corner. Start making your, your wish list, everybody. Most of you guys are probably wishing for your very first creative finance deal. And so today we're going to be talking to three people about some deals that they have recently done. We've got a guest, Joshua Meyer. We've got Wesley Grant underscore 21 on Instagram. He's also a private money lender. He's got billions, not millions. He's got billions. So we're going to be busting him on here. And then we've also got J uh, Jacob Kadic. He's going to be coming up on the screen here in just a couple of minutes. Um, super excited to see you guys today. Thank you guys for joining us. I have not been in my studio in nearly two months. I've been out on the road doing the thing, doing the Get Creative podcast from a hotel room or from my phone for the last couple of months. So thank you guys for your patience and um, watching the show. It's been amazing. Carly, you are on the show, but I don't know that I need you. So you can bounce off and hang out with the kids upstairs. Carly is at my house. And guess who else is at my house? Wesley Grant underscore 21 is also at my house. And Jacob Caddick is also at my house. Good to see you guys. Jacob, let's do an audio test just real quick. Say hello. You can't hear me. We'll have to fix that. Uh, Wesley, how can you hear me? You hear me okay? Okay, perfect, perfect, perfect. All right, cool. And Joshua Meyer, how you doing, brother? Let's unmute yourself. How you doing? I'm doing well. How are you, Pace? I'm really good, man. Thank you for coming on the show today. So, guys, we've got a couple of people are going to come on here and tell their story. Jacob, as Wesley is telling his story about his deal, I'm going to come over and make sure that you're dialed in and get you fixed up. I might even have you come into my studio um, and you'll join us sitting right by my side. So, Joshua Meyer, how you doing, brother? I'm doing well. How are you? Really, really good. So tell me, we're going to give you, I don't know, probably a good 10, 12 minutes. I want to hear about a deal that you've done. I want to hear about a creative finance deal you've done, a creative deal. It could be buying a business. It could be... Um, you know, doing a house could be buying a golf cart. I don't care what it is, but I want to hear something creative. Okay. And last month we gave away $7,500 to the people who won actually no $8,500 to the contestants of January. We had Ingrid won $5,000 and we had a couple of other people win $2,000, $1,500 respectively. Pretty cool. So right now, Wesley, Josh, and Jacob Caddick, you guys are the final entries for February. We're playing a little bit of catch-up. So we're going to be doing all three of you guys for the entry for February. So we're going to start with Josh Meyer. I'm going to have Josh Meyer going to hang out with us for about 10, 12 minutes, and then Wesley Grant's going to hang out with me the whole show. Jacob Caddick's going to hang out with me the whole show because they're both inside my house, downstairs in my basement, in my studio. So they're going to be hanging out regardless. Um. So, Josh Meyer, you are first up to bat. Tell us about the deal. Where did it come from? What was the deal? How are you going to make money on it? How did you get into the deal? How did you negotiate? What was the problems that you had to overcome? Tell us all about it. So, first and foremost, I listened to Mamadou's podcast in January, and his story was so inspiring that I think that I'd be doing not only the community a disservice, but in myself a disservice if I didn't explain my whole entire background with the creative deal at the end. Um, I've got it down to about 10 minutes because I knew that that was close to the time that you were going to, I love it. You're, you prepared this. You're the first guest and uh, that has actually prepared. 
one thing I want you to tell people so they can look you up while you're on the show is, Joshua, how can people look you up? I think it's right there. Meyer underscore REI. That's on Instagram, right? Correct. Yes, sir. Amazing. So Meyer underscore REI for the people that are listening and cannot see this uh, visually, we do have about 180,000 downloads a month from Get Creative. And so you'll get a lot of people listening to this that need to hear Meyer underscore REI multiple, multiple times as they're driving around. They're like, wait, what did he say? I can't see the screen. What did he say? Meyer underscore REI. Josh, keep going. I'm so sorry to cut you off. I just want to make sure people, as they're listening or paying attention right now, they knew how to look you up. No, I appreciate that. So I even shortened it just for this podcast because I knew that that was going to be an issue. Um, so long story short, um, I come from a single parent household. My dad was an alcoholic who was in and out of my life. My mom had a substance abuse problem. She was addicted to crack cocaine from the time I was four years old throughout my whole entire life. And that'll come to a surprise to a handful of people listening today. It's just a part of my story. Um, I grew, I, I grew up without internet, without cable, and we didn't have a car. I'm old, I look a little older, but I'm only 27. I was born in 1995. So I grew up in the mid 2000s. So to have no internet, no car, no cable at that point in time was, was pretty extreme. Um, I was on free lunches my whole life and there was no way in hell I was going to be able to pay to go to college. So I joined the Navy. Um, joining the Navy ended up being the best decision I ever made from a real estate standpoint because it allowed me to use my VA home loan. Currently, I have a, me and my wife have a buy and hold portfolio of nine properties, 36 rental units valued at 2040000 with uh, current monthly rents of just shy of $27,000. Uh, we did that all with, in the last, since 2018, but 90% of that since 2021 for $53,260 down. And only one of those properties needed more than $10,000 in rehab. Um, in 2021, I stumbled ac uh, across a pre-foreclosure by accident. It kind of fell into my lap. It was a $200,000 equity opportunity, and I totally botched it. And I was really down on myself about it. And one of my good friends, who's a wholesaler in Phoenix, actually, uh, Patrick Horine, recommended uh, your podcast. And it just so happened that the first episode I listened to was you talking to Rylas, the probate attorney. And the reason I botched that pre-foreclosure was because of a probate issue. And I just, I could have clicked on any of them. I just, I randomly scrolled just like you do. And I clicked on it and I really, it, it was, it made the most sense at the time for me. How weird is that, that that popped I up? I swear, I tell people, I was like, God sent Pace Morby into my life. I went from 2018, getting a high school diploma in real estate with Graham Stephan to getting my PhD in 2023 with Pace Morby. I tell people that anytime they ask me how I did it. Wow, um, bro. Thank you for that. You're welcome. So from there, um, about I, so I started listening to all your podcasts. I got my first um, uh, creative finance deal as a seller finance on a, uh, a four unit and a two unit on the same parcel. And then... About two months after that, I had a fourplex burn down, netted me um, nearly $700,000 after the insurance paid out. So that allowed me to go full steam right into my pre-foreclosure business. I currently have a team of 14 um, uh, people in 12 different states working for me. I've got two construction companies. Um, 
And I'm working with my financial advisor, Chaz Woodhall, on a 3C1 fund with uh, specializing trying to work with NFL football players. So currently I'm working with Travion Henderson, the running back from Ohio State, and um, 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 Tanner McAllister, who's actually going into the NFL draft. He's, a, he's training for it right now for this year. Um, and with that, I'll get into my, my creative deal. So Bro, that's a, that's an amazing background. I appreciate that. Nice to set the foundation for you to frame this nice story on top of it. I appreciate it. I appreciate that. Um, so my wife, who's one of my lead generators sent me an off market deal. It was a fourplex. I, I thought it was a pretty good price. So I called the seller immediately. He said, it's already been sold, but I have a six unit and a 10 unit that I'd be willing to offload for $570,000. Well, I ran the numbers. I estimated it to be worth about 995K. So I was all ears. We set up an appointment to go look at the building, the 10 plex. We walk in and it's totally underwater. The pipes had burst. It's negative 21 degrees in Milwaukee, Wisconsin, which is where I currently live. And the pain on this guy's face. And I immediately offered, I said, okay, um, let's do $470,000. Let's, we can close in three weeks. Let's be done with this. And he said, well, I can't do 470 because I, I currently owe 456,000. And if I sell it for 70, I'll be underwater. And then I said, well, would you be interested in doing a subject too? I take over the 456,000. I give you another $15,000 as your down payment. And um, I explained the process to him. He, was, he said, it sounds good. The next day I send over the contract. I don't hear from him. And so I, I texted him and he's kind of him hauling. So I give him a phone call and I say, Hey man, you know, you know, what's going on? He said, my, my contractors got over here. They told me that the, it's not that bad. It's only $25,000 worth of work. And not only that, I could turn around and sell the sixplex that's associated with this deal. That's fully rented right now and make easily a hundred thousand dollars. I think I'm just going to do that. I said, okay, first of all, if you're going to have a hard time getting rid of this 10 plex, if you get rid of the six plex, because that's the incentive for the package deal. And second of all, I asked them, was this your construction company or was this your property management that told you the $25,000 worth of damage? Because I have two construction companies and I can tell you it looked like at least $50,000 worth of damage. He said, it's my property management company. And I said, well, that's what I'm afraid of. They're not in the construction business necessarily. I think they're kind of just giving you an estimate. Um, I, and then I asked him, I said, hey, if it's, if it's $50,000, would you be able to afford that? And he was quiet. And he said, honestly, I can't even afford the 25000 Bingo. So I am like, have you put an insurance? Have you, have you claimed the insurance on this property yet? And he said, I, I went ahead and filed last night. I said, how about this? I'll write in the provisions that you can keep the insurance claim on the property. We'll do the subject to the insurance company. doesn't even have to know that it's happened and we can close in six days. So next Friday, and that way you don't have to pay the mortgage on the first and you never, ever, ever have to come out of pocket on these buildings again. He agrees to it. And I'll be completely honest with you. I'm the next six days I'm sweating because I'm calculating how much interest and how, or how much equity is in these properties, how much the rent's going to be. I, I'm like, there's no way in hell we're going to make it six days. Somebody's going to come in. Somebody's going to beat me. This guy's going to come to his senses. He's not going to sell at this price. Um, I calculate over and over again, at minimum, I'm going to make $150,000 at maximum. I'm going to make $470,000. 
at minimum, I'm going to make $4,000 in cash flow. At maximum, I'm going to make $7,000 in cash flow. So long story short, that day arrives, Friday comes around. I'm on my way to the, the title company. We're closing. I say, hey, man, like everything's good. I'm on my way. He said, yep, I'm there. I hang up the phone and I literally start bawling my eyes out. I'm like listening to my favorite song and I'm, I'm crying and I'm thinking, like this is crazy. Like I'm, I'm literally. I mean, I'm, at minimum, I'll probably make two hundred fifty thousand. I already have the sixplex listed for sale for four hundred, and I got it for one hundred and sixty-eight. Uh, plus, wow. Yeah, plus the seven and a half if you count the fifteen thousand dollars down. Uh, but anyway, so I'm crying. I'm thinking to myself, "Wow, like not only not I, I've made it not once, not twice, but three times in the last three years. I did something that nobody ever expected me to do. I get there." I tuck in my suit. I, I'm all disheveled. I fix myself. I wipe my face off. I go in there. We close. I shake his hand. And the first thing I say is, do you have any more properties? <laughs> and he has 17 more, four buildings. We sit right back down at the closing table. We, we hash out negotiations right then and there. And I, he, this one's, a, they're a little bit nicer. They got a little bit more equity. He's, he's not just going to hand these away to me. So we negotiate, negotiate a sub two with a seller finance with monthly terms and a down payment in the balloon after 10 years. So I hammer him down in his price. And then we, I have it written all down. We do a handshake agreement. I go in the parking lot, I sit down and I immediately take his terms plus 50,000 down his terms plus $250 a month for 10 years, his terms plus $25,000 at the end, end of the balloon payment. And I send it out all to my off-market uh, communities across Facebook. And uh, that was actually three weeks ago. So we're still in the process of potentially closing this one. That one might not close because two of the four buildings had a little bit more damage than I, than I expected. Um, what, what market are these in? Milwaukee. Milwaukee. So, the king of, of, of beer. Oh, well, beer too, but I don't drink anymore. But uh, you got it's basically all your rivers flow um, Pops Blue Ribbon. And, and that's why you get such good deals around here because everybody's really <laughs> Bro, this is spectacular. I, I, I love, um, I had a gentleman in the side chat actually. I, I blocked him. You know, you always get one person that pops in here and says something like, wow, this is boring. There's nothing to learn here. Wow. Bro, I'm telling you, like, there's, 50 different threads of knowledge that you just dropped a lot of it mindset a lot of it is you know believing in yourself and having faith that things are going to work out and continually working forward as if it is going to work out and dude i'm just i'm impressed man your your belief in yourself and then yeah you know what i love is over here on your left shoulder if you're looking at the screen it's on your right side uh joshua has put his team and where they're located on his left shoulder. That's really, really freaking cool. Giving your team love and showing them the admiration and um, appreciation that they um, have helped you build your team. That's really, and if that's, what's funny is this guy that says, um, what was his name? Pat, what, who, what was it? That knucklehead's name, Pat something. Pat McGroin, I think is his name. I don't know what his name was, but it's Pat, Pat something. He's like, there's nothing to learn here. Dude, just looking at this guy's screen, I'll, I'll give you five lessons, okay? Number one, have your Instagram name everywhere that you go. That's lesson number one, okay? Lesson number two, give people the story in a really, really quick way. Like, look at from $500 to $5 million on his whiteboard. That tells a story. This man ha is a storyteller. He knows how to tell stories, okay? That's, a le that's lesson number two. 
Lesson number three, okay? Lesson number three is that he has his team and he's showing them love and admiration. And he realizes, hey, this is not just about me. It's about the people that are coming along with me, right? Lesson number four, fake it until you become it. I like that. Nice little spin on it. Something, something a little bit different. That's really cool. Lesson yeah. number five. Oh, sorry. Go ahead. Lesson number five. He came in and said, let me give you the backstory of where I came from so you understand the context of, hey, this wasn't handed to me. This knowledge wasn't given to me. I, I didn't grow up around parents that were giving me legs up. No uncle of mine put me in their will. I didn't inherit a million dollars. I had to figure this crap out. And I figured it out on YouTube. I applied it. I jumped into other people's worlds like Pace Morby's. I applied it. I put the freaking work in. And even when I'm sweating bullets and I'm coming down to the, the finish line, I'm acting as if it's going to work out. You're computing it. You're willing it in your brain. You're willing it and willing it, willing it. So, so uh, Fatou, who I, I love Fatou, says, thank you for sharing this. I needed to hear this. Guys, give Joshua some freaking love. Okay. Let, let him know. Thank you for coming in here. Give him the respect. A lot of times we do this. Why, why do I do this story? Because I got to a point at the end of last year with Sunday service that it was all about the deals I was doing. It was all about the money I was making. And I needed to remind myself that this is about everybody else becoming heroes and you guys seeing people that came from different backgrounds, you know, parents addicted to, to drugs, single household, single mother household type of vibes. This dude's going out and slinging out deals and doing the things that he was told to do and putting the work in and having faith and, and being a leader. So super impressive, Joshua. I appreciate that. And to, uh, to further cement this, this deal, um, since there's a little money involved, um, what I did was it actually did end up costing about 25,000. I had both of my construction teams hammering the work at the same time. Mm -hmm. As we reached out to a housing authority uh, called guest house, they do adult rehabilitation, put a master lease on eight, the eight uh, one bedroom units for $895 each, which was $300 more than the market rents. And then went ahead and uh, brought back in the pastor that was downstairs for $2,000 a month. So, wow. um, yeah. Damn, you know? bro. Do you think if I wore a sport jacket, I would be doing as many deals as you? You know, I only put this on for you, Pace. So. I pre bro, I feel like I should have put that on for you, man. Kudos to you. I'm impressed. I, I, I love this. This is absolutely cool. Anything else you want to say as, you, as, as we wind down and jump over to Wesley Grant underscore 21? I will say um, that I am growing my team over here um, and that anybody that wants to learn, um, I'm more than welcome. To, I'm more than willing to teach. So guys, I, look, uh, look, go to Instagram. Okay. D by the way, do this for, for us guys. Imagine growing up in a household that Joshua grew up in and going out and seeing things that are, are potentially possible for you on YouTube, but actually putting them to work. And putting them to work and putting them to work and putting them to work with no results. And then one day you get some results, you get some traction. So you double down, you double down. And years later, you go do gangster deals like this in the face of adversity, stress, self-doubt. Everybody else in your life has no idea what you're doing. Your mom probably still doesn't even know what sub two is or anybody, anybody in your family has no idea what the hell you're talking about. It's like you're speaking a foreign language. And instead of you being quiet about it, you're like, yo, I'm going to tell my story to inspire a younger version of myself or somebody that's newer in the business. And then you're on a, a podcast where there's nearly, you know, 800 people watching live, you know, by the end of the show, we'll have three, 4,000 people 
tune into Get Creative every single episode and about 130,000 downloads happen every month. Imagine you go through all of that just to get to a point where the seven some odd hundred people that are watching live don't DM you and say thank you. They don't screenshot this on their phone and tag you on Instagram and say, this was an inspiration. Guys, give this guy the years of hard work and sacrifice he put into making this happen to inspire you guys with his story. Give him the recognition that he deserves by tagging him on Instagram stories, DMing him on Instagram and connecting with him. Great job, Joshua. Proud of you, man. Hey, thank you, Pace. I appreciate it. And like I said, high school diploma to PhD with Pace Morby. And that's the truth. So thank you, bro. And, and freaking taking the action. And you're a leader, dude. Look at look over your left shoulder. Look at all those people's lives that you're changing right there. That's gangster. Thank you. Yeah. And I'm and I'm trying to encourage them every single day to just take that first step. So I think half the battle is getting them to go and knock on the door and half the battle is getting them to pick up the phones because I know once they do it, their success is guaranteed. Bro, with a leader like you, I agree with you. Proud of you, man. Thank you for sharing your story. We're going to put you, we're going to have you added to the, the list to vote on. And next week, we're going to remind you guys through an email. Everybody that um, is in our email database will email you guys a snippet of everybody's story. And then everybody's going to have a chance to vote throughout the week. And uh, Joshua, I hope you I hope you get a nice juicy check from my YouTube income. I, I hope so. That Thank way, you, brother. and then I can give it right back to my team. Love it. Love it. Thank you, brother. Appreciate you tremendously. Thank you so much. All right. We'll see you soon. Uh, that was great. That was dope. Wesley Grant underscore 21. Let me see if I can hear you. I cannot hear you. I'll be right. I'll, I'll, I'll Let me come over there and go take the mouse, go down to the audio settings. And um, you'll see that it says settings on the screen. Click on that and just make sure it's, it's um, on audio. It's, connected to the roadcaster pro if it's not i'll come over there and, and fix it still not working say hi it's not working i'll be i'll be there in just a second hold on just a second guys give us just a minute we'll be right back
All right, guys, thank you for that little intermission. We've got Wesley Grant underscore 21 with us. Thank you guys for staying with us. Mr. Wesley Grant, let me hear you. Can you hear me now? Oh, you sound so good, dude. All right. You good. sound so good. Awesome. I'm going to bring Mr. Jacob Caddick on the screen as well. Guys, these are people you want to connect with. Okay, we've got their Instagram names on here. Wesley Grant, he's a retired police officer. He will not be able to arrest you any longer, so you can... <laughs> Okay, you can do whatever you want. Um, ooh, man, there's so many questions in the side chat. After here, guys, here's what I'll do for you. After we hear Wesley Grant and after we talk to Jacob Caddick, we'll do some QA in the audience. All right. It'll be a lot of fun. Wesley Grant underscore 21. I know you took notes today. I know you wrote this all out. You got prepared for it today. Tell me all about it. What do you got? Tell us about your deal. All right. I'm just going to flow with it all. I'm not going to look at any notes or anything like that. So love it. Um, I'm here as a proxy with one of my partners who really put a majority of the work into this creative deal. And so that is Colin Gibney. Colin Gibney is a sub two student in upstate New York. Uh, you can find him on Instagram at Colin, C-O-L-L-I-N dot Gibney, G-I-B-B-O-N-E-Y on Instagram. Um, Colin was brought a dead lead by another sub two wholesaler back in July of last year. And it was a gentleman who was up in uh, the Rochester, New York market, who was looking to exit from his property because he had moved to Florida and no longer wanted to uh, maintain the house up there. So he kind of had a hint of being a tired landlord. And so um, the initial wholesaler who spoke to him <clears throat> said that he wanted you know, a, a traditional sale only. And he wanted like really high retail value. And so he passed it off to Colin to see if Colin could kind of try to work his magic with some creative terms or trying to- Gosh, I love this. this is, I, I already love this. Okay. I love this so much because there's so many wholesalers out there that are like, I'm not even going to waste my time on this. Yet people that understand creative finance are like, dude, give me the lead. And wholesalers are so quick to just release these leads to you guys because they don't understand one freaking strategy. It's unbelievable. Keep, keep going. So the wholesaler is like, this guy wants too much money. He's out of his freaking mind. I'm not going to be able to get this guy what he needs. So I guess I'll give it to one of you silly creative finance people because you guys say you can buy deals like this. Exactly. So the story is really a story on rapport building, right? Whether it's rapport with you know sellers, brokers, et cetera. And so Colin starts chatting with this gentleman who is down in Florida. Um, he's in his seventies and kind of gets the hint that, yeah, he's just, he's just tired of dealing with the property. He doesn't you know, want to be in New York anymore. He doesn't want to maintain this. Uh, it's a duplex that he has up there. And so they start chatting for, you know, weeks. And he said it was probably about 15 phone calls before he finally actually started kind of discussing um, creative terms with the guy. He was trying to try to educate the guy that his, wait, how long? About 15 phone calls and oh, maybe 15 phone calls. Okay, got it. Yeah. So maybe um, he said they talked quite a bit. So, like about two months or so. And so he really slow played the gentleman. The gentleman really liked Colin, still likes Colin. He still texts him and calls him to this day to just chat. <laughs> that's one of a good, wow. that's what a great rapport he built with this guy. So he starts discussing with him, you know, cash offers and then also the creative offers. And the guy mentions, hey, I did have a, another duplex I sold in the past and I got hit with these capital gains taxes and I would like to avoid that if I can. Wow. So Colin starts to, you know, tell him, you know, discuss with him about seller finance. Cause these are, these are owned outright by this guy. 
and how he can draw out the tax liability if he were to sell or finance to us. To us, and he tells him, he goes, you know, we don't like banks. And the guy says, I don't like banks either. <laughs> and they said, great, then why don't you be our bank? And so the guy was like, okay, I'm, I'm more on board, but I still want my price. And it was like, okay, Colin, you know, said, I'll give you your price if you agree to our terms, right? And so the guy still wanted a higher amount. Um, more, probably more like, you know, Rochester is New York, but it's similar to like a Midwest market. Yeah, very have- much. It's upstate New York. It's mm-hmm. like Buffalo, Rochester up there. Yeah. It's not like super high end. When you people think New York, they think like Manhattan. There's nothing like that. Right. So it doesn't appreciate a ton, um, but the rent market is strong. And um, so he starts talking to the guy about, you know, what type of down payment he would want and what type of terms he would want. And the gentleman essentially wanted, um, I think it was $9,000 down for the duplex and then $600 a month spread out, which was like not a bad, not a bad start. Right. And so he got under contract um, and then he started asking the guy like, hey, do you have anything else you want to sell? And the gentleman comes back and says, well, yeah, I got two more duplexes right next door. And so we start discussing this and uh, we start going through the due diligence process of the first one. And another sub two student who's an inspector up in upstate New York, uh, Brett Butler, Brett went and did an inspection on this place and a few um, CapEx issues came up. And so we went back to renegotiate with the gentleman, the seller. And he said, okay, we can, we can drop price. And what are, what for, I the wanna... people, for the people that don't know what CapEx means, tell people what CapEx means. Somebody brand new in the audience is going to be like, what is CapEx? Yes. So CapEx stands for capital expenditure. So think like your big ticket items you'd have to repair on a rental, like a roof or a um, HVAC system. Uh, electrical box, something like that. More than just like a small repair, like I have a leaky toilet at 2 a.m. That's that's kind of that's what CapEx is. So um, it had a, it had some issues, um, and the guy the guy came back and was like, "Well, I want to sell them properly, so I'm going to repair them." So he came in, and so these these three duplexes all have new roofs within the last five years. He comes in and he puts all new furnaces in. You know, Rochester gets cold. All new furnaces in. And he is inside fixing a bunch of cosmetic stuff, doing new tub rounds and making it, you know, really nice and livable. And at this point, Colin had such a good rapport with him that when he pitched the final terms before we closed, the, the gentleman agreed to, he said, hey, I just want to have like retirement money, right? So Colin's terms he got for this guy, $333 per duplex per month with $6,000 down per duplex. So we're taking over six doors. We're going to be paying $999 a month for six doors. What? And we're only coming out of pocket $18,000. For six doors? Yes. And here's the real great kicker part. So, right, so 333 per duplex, not per door. They rent. We underwrote it at 700 just to be really conservative. And we just got our first tenants placed at 875 each door. So, <laughs> so it's just a freaking $500 a month of a spread on each door. So what's, what's someone do math me? What's 333 divided by two? Um, one, one, uh, 150, 160 something. Someone in the, in the comments. One, six, 
Okay, so we have 166.50 per door that rents for 875. And our tax and insurance is like maybe 130 a month for the whole duplex. So our cash flow spread is absurd. Like when we did the cash on cash, cash on cash return metric, because I was coming in as the capital partner here, um, it was like 110% in year one. So what did we do? Well, thanks to you, Pace, I started learning like, hey, why am I using my own money for this stuff? So I reached out to my father who had been wanting to make some more money with money that's just sitting there, dead money. And he's going to be our private money lender on this deal. He's going to make 10% on his money. We're coming in zero out of pocket. And on top of that, he's going to actually lend us 10,000 more than we need. And we're going to wow. come in and put new electric panels in every single one. So all of our CapEx potential problems are done day one. You're, and you're paying yourself up front in the deal. What, what do you mean by that? Well, you got $10,000 more than what you needed. 10,000 is going to go to the extra repairs. We're going to make it, we're going to make them just primo. So we're not going to have any CapEx uh, or repair issues right to start with. So we can just cash flow away like crazy. Bro, that is phenomenal. It is. Colin Gibney. You guys need to reach out to him. He is a stud. Oh, oh and it's not, oh, it doesn't no. end there. One more. Colin goes back to him and says, hey, you know anybody else who wants to sell? And the guy goes, well, yeah. You know, when I was your age, I owned half this town. And uh, my grandson, he's got about 40 doors he's looking to offload. Oh, my <laughs> word. So now we, uh, we're still in the rapport building process with him because he's younger. He doesn't have the pain point really at this point. So um, Colin's working on that relationship and, and, you know, he's not open to creative yet, but this was, we just finally closed last week. This started in July. You got to be patient. Got to be patient. Wow. Guys, uh, people are asking, what is your partner's Instagram name again? But I, Wesley Grant underscore 21 is on the screen. You guys can see it. What I would do is take a couple of minutes and DM Wesley Grant underscore 21. Okay. So you got six doors that originally you were only going to have to put up $18,000 out of pocket to buy the deals. But then you decided, just come stand right here, Jacob. You and I can hang out for a little bit. Okay. So um, you got your own mic right here. Sound good? Dude, you got way better hair than I thought you did. <laughs> I always wear a hat. Holy crap, bro. You're way, you're way. I look better with a hat. You look better without a hat. Holy crap. Um, so you got six doors. You got six doors for $18,000, which is phenomenal. Yep. But then you decided, hey, screw this. I'm going to freaking just buy all these things with my dad's money or my pre in, in this situation, your private money lender. <clears throat> By the way, guys, the difference between a private money lender and a hard money lender is that exact situation. Private money lender. It's going to be your dad, your uncle, your cousin, your brother, your so-and-so, somebody you know in your phone, private money lender, Yes, um, gave you the money for the deal and for the renovation. So you're literally no money out of pocket on the deal. And you guys are going to cash flow. How much will you be, your portion be as, your, as the partner on the deal? Oh, gosh. I believe my portion is going to be just a little bit above $1,000 a month net for me. Perfect. And, so and we can, you can take me to Nobu one time per month for a year. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> Oh my gosh. I love that. Write it up. Is it, are they rented out yet? Yes. Yeah, so, so Colin has a just amazing property management um, company up there. Who's also an, uh, it's an attorney friend of his who has a really stellar reputation and they have everything already pre pre vetted, 
pre everything. People are ready to go. Um, people are looking, you know, looking for places to rent up there. It's still a hot rental market. And so, yeah, they're, they're getting full. So the first one we close on the other two, we're closing in the next couple of weeks here. So um, yeah, it's incredible. Are you, I, I know you're, you're a private money lender of mine. You've loaned me some money. I tease that you're a billionaire, but I'm tr just mostly trying to manifest that you becoming a billionaire. Yes. And I know you're receiving that. Well, you're like, let me, I'll take that. I'll take that. I'll take that. Are you lending money to people? Like we've got 765 people watching live right now. Yeah. Okay? Which means usually I take that number and it's about eight times that is what the amount of people that would tune in for 15, 20 minutes throughout the show. You know, they're busy. They're on a date. You got their kids. They're doing family night. They're doing whatever. It's Sunday night. So I have about 5,000 people watch tonight. And, um, an, an, another 130,000 people will download this over the course of the month. So if somebody's like, I need a private money lender, are you open to lending money right now? What type of deals are you open to lending money on? And what if you're tapped out of money? Do you know people that have money that you can connect people with? Yes. Yes, yes, and yes. So right now I am, I'm not tapped out but I do have quite a lot of capital out and about into the sub two world between UPACE and other students. Um, and then I'm also trying to, Colin and I are trying to take down some businesses right now, which is a whole nother story. We have, we have a business that we have an LOI out on with a hundred percent annuity deal. Just, just wow. it's wild. Just Explain to people life. what an, an annuity is. I know that in the business world, we choose, we want to use even more challenging words in, in the real estate world, but <laughs> yes. let's tie that into real estate for people that don't know. Yes. So an annuity deal is like a seller finance in the, in the uh, real estate world. It's the, they're going to get paid, you know, they're going to be like the bank and we're going to pay them, say they want a million dollars for the business. We're going to pay them if they do a hundred percent annuity, a hundred percent seller finance, we're going to pay them that million dollars over a set term that we negotiate with them. And so, um, yeah, annuity, seller finance, interchange of the two. What kind of business is it? It is a, <clears throat> so I can't say too much about it yet, but it is a manufacturing business and it is 10 minutes from Colin's house. And I will be, you know, partnering with him on it um, as partial capital partner and then also running um, things from afar. And he'll be a little bit more of the integrator operator person there. But it also has it's a perfect scenario where you have, you know, strong. Are you worried about me stealing the deal from you? <laughs> no, 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 no. It's just uh, Jacob it, says it's probably me. No, I never do that. <laughs> once never. we once we have an official, you know, contract signed by them, it's negotiations going back and forth, and so I don't want to say too much about it yet. I, you know, I've learned my lesson too many times. I um, once I decide I'm not going to buy a deal, or I am have already closed on the deal, is now when I start talking about it. Um, Mamadou had a deal; he was working for January's submission for the Get Creative Re Reward or contest. And I was like, bro, you haven't closed this deal yet. Are you sure you want to talk about this deal? Right. You know, because I just learned my lesson. I get calls from sellers. And like, somebody told me that you put me on your YouTube channel. And I'm like, yeah, but we're in contract. You can't cancel. They're like, doesn't matter. I'm I, blah, 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 blah. So I've just learned you're doing the right thing. You just got to be smart about it. And you're, you're doing the right thing. Thank you. And I didn't answer your lending question. So yes, I am lending, but like I said, I have a lot of capital out right now, but I do also love connecting other people like connecting and being a helper within sub two is my favorite thing to, to 
to be able to provide value to you guys. And so I've connected a lot of other students with other private money if I can't do it myself. Um, and then for my criteria as well, you know, like I won't, I'll only lend on real estate. I'm not going to lend on your Amazon FBA e-commerce business. Oh I bet, I, yeah, bro. I bet you get so many of those DMS. I get so many of those DMS too. Hey, <laughs> do you think that, um, Hey, so are you into loaning money on weed companies? No. Yeah. 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 None of that stuff. And then also, um, it's a valid I won't question. lend you if you've never borrowed private money, money before. Hmm. Okay. So I, this is a rule that I just told everybody in sub two. And, and, um, the rule is do not, if you're a private money lender, like Wes, do not loan people money who have never borrowed money before. Now, somebody who's like, well, how the hell am I supposed to get started? If you guys are going to tell me that I need experience before you give me something, what the heck? Well, the solution to that is to team up with somebody who has. Yes. Right. Just, just like you, Wesley, like the deals you're doing right now, you're teaming up with a lot of people yes. and you're, you're, you're pairing up with people, even at your level, even if you've got a, a, some deals under your belt, you're still teaming up with people. Always. The people that are brand new are like, they're doing everything on their own. And if they've never borrowed money to, before, they should pair up with somebody and partner with somebody who has more experience. Is that what you're ref referring to? Absolutely. Yep. Absolutely. JV, go, go join venture with people, partner up like a little bit of, if you, I am very much of like the abundance mindset, like go make money together, go partner with someone who can help you learn. Yes. Because if you lose 50% of a deal, you're not losing it. You're gaining the knowledge on how to go do it yourself if you have to or want to. But for me, I only JV. Colin Gibney, Kyle Frizzell, those two gentlemen in sub two, those are like my main, my, my bros, my partners. I and love like, Kyle. I, dude. I, Colin and Kyle, those are my guys. I'm going to JV with them like forever. So, Hey, check this out. Stephen Hunt. Congratulations, Stephen. We just, we all just love you guys, you and your beautiful wife. We saw the amazing addition to your family. Um, you guys just had your baby. Stephen and his wife and their team are cranking out so many deals. You guys need to follow them on Instagram. Stephen, put your guys' Instagram in the side chat so people know to follow you. Um, and by the way, guys, go to Wesley Grant underscore 21. Congratulate him. He's a, he came from being a police officer, retired police officer. He was forced to retire um, from an injury. So give yep. him some love. Let him know um, we uh, appreciate him. And we're glad that he made the move from being a You know, every time I see a police officer, my butt puckers just a little bit. Me too, dude. <laughs> Isn't me that too. funny? It's the same for me. <laughs> I'm like, oh, I got to look at my, my speed. Yep. Oh, yeah. Do, you do that too, Jacob? Yeah, when I'm driving through Scottsdale and I know I'm going too fast for the speed cameras. Oh, yeah. They got speed cameras uh, up there still. Where were you a police officer, Wes? Uh, Santa Cruz County Sheriff's Office out in Monterey Bay, California. Oh, wow. What a great place to be a police officer. It was beautiful. Wow. Wow, wow, wow. So, guys, he, he made... Oh, congratulations, by the way. One of the biggest congratulations of the week needs to go to Effie. Does anybody know why? You follow, did you follow my Instagram last week when I skydove? Uh, yeah, I saw that. Effie, I don't know her age. I know she's just a, maybe one year older than me. I don't know. But this woman defied everybody's belief. People are like, oh, no, Effie's not going to jump out of a plane. And not only did she jump out of a plane, she jumped out of a plane as high as the plane would go. There's like levels. They're like, oh, do you, you got to start at minimum. It's like the minimum you can do is 10,500. Then they'll go to like 13, then 15, 
Well, yeah, no, we're not choosing any of those. We're going to 18,000 feet. And this lady jumps out. No fear. I'm sure she had some fear, but she didn't show it. And she was getting other people confident in doing it. And it was really cool. There was a, there was a mindset um, get creative that I'll talk about with how I felt through the process of jumping out of a plane for the first time. And watching Effie do it, it's like if Effie did it, if anybody chickened out after Effie did it, it's like, dude, there's no – like you watch this woman jump out of a plane at 18,000 feet without any hesitation – there's nothing that can't be done. I'm so we're so proud of you, Effie. Great job. It was so freaking cool. Yeah, you're right. Effie ain't scared. All right. I would have been scared. Bro, I had to turn off all my emotions to jump out of that plane. Like literally, I had to envision in my I, I had to envision a valve in my stomach that was like pumping all the emotions. I had to squeeze that valve so hard. And every anytime I felt a butterfly pop up in my stomach, I was like, I'm like trying to turn it in my mind. I'm like turning this valve. You know, I'm like, don't feel emotion. Don't feel emotion. So um, anyway, that's a whole nother day. We can talk about that. Awesome. Pace, did you hear about Effie's new podcast? What's it called? What the Effie? Oh, yeah. Nice. What the Effie? What the Effie? <laughs> um, we're proud of Effie. Good job. Um, Wesley Grant underscore 21 for those of you guys watching uh, or listening on the podcast. But those of you guys watching right now, go to his Instagram, take a screenshot, give him some love. Wesley Grant underscore 21. Here's what's funny, okay? So I tag you on my Instagram stories. I'm sure you got hundreds of follows, right? Oh, yeah. Okay, it was funny because I, lo I look at my stories. You can see <laughs> how many people will tap on your sticker when I tag you. Oh. And I tag Kevin and I go, Kevin found the deal. Allison Gust Gustafson did the transaction coordination and Wesley Grant gave me the money and so-and-so is going to manage the, or Heidi's going to manage the deal for me. And literally your sticker tab was like 1100 sticker taps <laughs> and like Heidi Silva, the property manager, it was like 42 sticker taps. Oh, <laughs> now she doesn't go on Instagram. So she wouldn't even, she wouldn't care either way, but I'm just saying it is interesting who else goes out there and gives their private money lenders up. Right. Except our community, everybody's willing to share and help each other out. We want to see people win. I want people to know that you're a private money lender. I want people to know that you have access to funds, not only your own, but other people so that you can be a, a source of, of resources for other people and do deals with those people um, and amplify yourself. I'll be fine. Wesley, Wesley Grant underscore 21 in like four months will be like, Pace, I'm sorry. People, other people are paying me more interest than you. I cannot lend money to you anymore. And that's perfectly fine. I'll find another Wesley Grant. It'll be Wesley Grant underscore 22 that I'll find. Yes. <laughs> and, yeah. and he'll have more money than you because his number is bigger than yours. <laughs> Perfect. Pretty sure that's how it works. That is a guy. That's how it works. However big your Instagram name is, that's how much money you have. That's why I don't have a number in my Instagram name. <laughs> so guys, uh, welcome to the show. Jacob Caddick. Um, I'm going to, I'm going to keep Wesley Grant with me hanging out for the next probably 30 minutes or so. Um, we're going to do a little bit of Q&A. Jacob Caddick, you are Instagram at Jacob, J-A-C-O-B, Caddick, C-A-D-D-I-C-K, Jacob Caddick. Now, Jacob, you did a creative finance deal this month or the last month. Yeah. In, was, fe in uh, February. I think it was uh, first end, week of of, end of January. End of January. Okay. So you did a very um, interesting creative finance deal. Very tell, interesting. Tell us about your creative finance deal. So I, uh, can you, by the way, can you guys hear Jacob? Okay. Wesley, can you hear him fine? Yep. I can hear him good. Yep. I'm louder than he is though. Right. Yes. 
I'm sorry. Uh, let me try. What? Let me. Well, because I'm right. I'm right next to the mic. Okay. <laughs> I I don't know how this works, but yeah, I bought a truck. You did. Yeah. It was it was really interesting. Did you get the truck off of season one and season two of Triple Digit Flip? That's right. It's a it's a famous truck. This is Jacob Cabic is the gentleman who bought the F one fifty from Pace. Yours truly on seller finance. Um, I had so many, I, so I'm still getting, I got to like turn the Craigslist ads off. It's still on there. I just haven't turned it off and I'm getting, I don't know, daily. I probably have somebody in my email right now. That's like, why aren't you email? Okay. I cleared up my team, cleared out my email. That's all I have in my email. Nice. Um, but, um, I got so many people inquire about this truck and ultimately I had to send out an email to about 90 people and it was about 40 people, not 90. It's about 40 people. And I said, Hey, final and best offer. Tell me what your number is. And you came, you came through and you were one of the better offers, but I also knew you. And I was like, Oh, I trust you. Like, let's, let's do this. And then we can also do content about it. And I was like, you're close by. There's a yeah. lot of people that are like in California, like I'll come and drive and pick up the car. No, they're not. I'm like, no, you're not. Jacob Caddick <laughs> is driving up from Casa Grande. That's right. So what was, what was our terms of the truck? So it was uh 47,000. How did you, did you find out about it on Instagram or from Craigslist? Uh, probably both. Okay. Like you, you posted about it on Instagram and then I went and fat followed the link to Craigslist and then emailed you through there. Got it. Okay. And, uh, somehow got a response back. <laughs> I was, I was pretty surprised about that. That was, that was interesting, but yeah, you, you sent the email saying like best and final. So mm -hmm. I said, well, 47 grand. Uh, but I want to do 2000 down mm -hmm. and I want to break it up in $450 a month payment, which works out to 100 payments. Mm -hmm. So it's 8.33 years. And we did zero interest. Essentially. Yeah. Cause essentially I just built in the interest in the deal. Yeah. So you, we, we did zero interest. So 450 pays down the, the, the loan hundred percent. Yeah. And so you did $2,000 down, which I still, I still need to go get you the copy of the, the thing. I've been out of town for 30 days. So I'll, I'll go get that handled. I'm not worried about you it. You forgot about it. I probably. I still need to do some stuff on my end as well. Well, we'll, well, now that we're both on it, we'll get it done this week. We'll have Molly help us out. Yeah. So we got um, $47,000. The truck on Kelly Blue Book was like twenty four, twenty five. dollars um, But you looked at it from a standpoint of what? what? What are the benefits to you as buying it on seller finance? I mean, there's the obvious ones of like, yeah, credit, no credit check. Exactly. Not that it's, you're it's, worried about it's it. It's not on my, it's not on my credit. And that's, that's not, that's good because. I have the credit to buy a truck, but I don't need that on my DTI, yeah. which would mess up uh, buying houses down the line, potentially, if right. I do something traditional. Um, but yeah, I didn't want it on my on my credit for that reason, because I, I, I also didn't really need the truck. So it's like, I know I can use the truck, but um, like, I'm not going to put something on my credit if I don't need to. So what do you what do you you don't need the truck, right? There's a lot of people who are like, I need the truck. I mean, I'm going to use, I'm using the truck. Well, like I, I drove it here it? today. Uh, so I've been, I've been using it as my, like it's helped me out with my Airbnb business because Ikea messed up my order and didn't deliver for whatever reason. And so I had to go drive to Ikea, pick up a bunch of furniture, load it in the back of my truck because it, it wouldn't fit in my Kia. Yeah. And then I, uh, so you need, you actually do need a truck. Well, yeah, probably. Yeah, so that's, <laughs> that's what I, are you hearing the same thing I'm hearing, Wesley? He's saying, I don't need a truck, but, but now he's saying he's using the truck, which means he needed a truck the whole entire freaking time. Yeah. I, I was making do without it. I, I guess that's what I meant. It's hard, but I'm telling you, it's really hard to be a dude without a truck or access to a truck. Mm -hmm. 
Like that's I, true. I, so I sold, I sold the truck to you. Yeah. And I'm, I've been fiending for a truck so much. I ended up going out and buying two trucks because <laughs> I bought, I bought one truck and it won't come for like a month. So I, I go and buy the truck I really wanted, which yeah. was an, an F three fifty super duty 2024 or 2023. And the dealer's like, we won't have that for two years. You're in line. I'm like, okay, so I got to go find a truck. I got to go find a real truck that I yeah. can drive now. That sucks because now I can't pull my Airstream. Like that F-150 is a phenomenal I'm going to need to buy that Airstream, by the way. They, uh, when I sell it, I'll, I'll sell it to you. Seller finance. So, so I will. I'll sell, I will sell it on a wrap. So um, that's it's a dope Airstream. It's been lived in like 10 times in that's, three years. That's awesome. So um, so I, 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 I order that. It's in, it's in the queue. I, two years out. So I go, all right, I need a daily driver. That's the great thing about that truck is it's actually like decent gas mileage, phenomenal. Like the luxury in that oh, truck yeah. is unbelievable. I got so many compliments on the, on the trim on that truck. People think that truck is brand new. They do. And it's crazy because it's a 2015. Right. And I, I love that. People come up to me and they're like, dude, nice. Is that a new truck? I'm like, yes. <laughs> <laughs> so I, so I go and I'm like, all right, I got to get a truck. So I go buy a Raptor R and it's like, they won't come for 30 days. Yeah. So today I'm like, I need a truck this week. So I went and bought an F-350 2022. You could have just borrowed mine. No, well, I can't. I got to take, I'm going to take it up to Montana. Oh, I'm going to leave you it. You still could have borrowed it. I got yeah. my Kia. I'll drive that. Yeah. But then you're going to be charging me $400 a day. That's right. You well, no, actually, I'll give you the $200 a day rate. Is it, wasn't that your plan at one point? You're going to start renting it out on Turo or renting it out like to people that are out there in the field working or whatnot. Yeah. The problem with that was I found out there was too many miles on it. So I kind of got screwed on that because the like, Turo won't want to let it on the platform. They, they, uh, interesting. I didn't know that. Yeah. It has too many miles. And, and since it was reported to the, uh, the Carfax because of the, the excellent maintenance that was done, uh, they, uh, they were like, nope. And so I was like, well, shit. And so I, uh, I pivoted and I just threw my key on there. And so now the key has been on for, that's that's been like 80 percent uh booked wow and then i just drive the truck what do you think you'll be able to generate on a monthly basis from your kia uh i think it's been doing like 600 a month which covers the payment on well either one of them i just pick which one i want to cover the payment on the because the key like i had to pay for one of the one of the payments that's actually really smart because now it's like how do i have a car and how do i have a truck but with no additional cost yeah and so you can kind of navigate you're probably enjoying the truck a lot more though right Oh, I love the truck. But like I drive people are like, why don't you drive, drive your Prius way more? I'm like, cause I, I don't know why, but the truck is phenomenal. Like it's so fun to drive that truck. Yeah. It's nice. It's nice. High up. And does it bump? Yeah. Dude, oh. I was cranking. You're like, holy crap. Yeah. Yeah. All right. That is a creative deal. What I love about that is you pivoted too. When you found out like, oh, I can't put this on Turo. I actually like that you pivoted. Yeah. And you're like, all right, well, I'll put my car on there and I'll, I'll get, you're only going to generate 60 bucks a month for 80%. Renting? No, 600. Well, 600 bucks a month is almost like, that's crazy low. What are you renting it out per day? It's like 60 bucks a day minus uh, the car fees. Okay. Got it. So I, then, I, that makes sense. Yeah. So it's, it's roughly about that, but our yeah, 2017 it's Prius is generating like $1,800 a month. Well, that's Casa Grande. Oh, yeah, that makes sense. You should bring the you should bring the key up to free up here, bro, and just let it rent out here, park it in somebody's driveway, and go. Hey, come pick this bad boy up. I thought about that actually, because uh, you can rent driveways out too. So I could have rented a driveway, parked it there, and then just rent it out you that can way. Rent a driveway out? Yeah, it's like neighbor.com or something like that. It's like oh my people, gosh, people rent yeah. out. Driveways. How do I not know? Oh about yeah, this? oh yeah. 
Really? You know you about can, this? What's oh, yeah. Do you have a space for, in your house? Like, what, anything? Boats, RVs, you got space for that stuff, too. There, Yeah, I can't remember the website either, but, yeah, it's, like, upwards of, like, 200 bucks a month for just, like, one. Oh, my gosh. I got a big driveway, dude. Yeah. There's, like, <laughs> 30 cars out there right now. I know. I could be charging, like, $100 a month for each spot. Yeah. I didn't know about that. What's the website? Pull it up. Let's find uh, it. I think it's neighbor.com. Oh, look, Z uh, Zach Guthrie says he's got his neighbor. He says, I've got my driveway rented out right now. What's the, it's the neighbor app. Neighbor app. Yeah, that sounds right. Oh my gosh. I've rented my land through that. Uh, dude, what? See, these people know. This is a revelation. What's it? It's just called neighbor app. Yeah. Neighbor storage, neighbor.com. My gosh, why didn't I buy that domain in 2000, you know? <laughs> Give your car a home, not a storage unit. What the freak, dude? Yep. So, yeah, that's that was one of the ideas. I, I had a bunch of ideas like that with the – I'm thinking of getting back into tile potentially because I used to be a I used to be a tile guy for a really long time. Well, now you got a truck. Exactly. Holy crap, dude. This is amazing. But well, You know what you should be doing is getting into tile but letting yeah, – getting a crew to just drive that truck around – and they go make money by carrying the, the tile around and make, and you know what I'm saying? That or uh, letting sub two students take pictures with it since it was on seasons one and two of yeah, triple like digit flip. Yeah, $20 a photo. I like that. Okay. So safe, closer, safer, closer, more convenient storage right in your neighborhood. Okay. So I can do self storage. Oh my gosh. This is freaking smart. Yeah. Oh, this is what I, this is smart. So a lot of people were criticizing me. Okay. They were criticizing me about, well, you're renting out your, oh my gosh, I've got all this. This is genius. You could do that at all your Airbnbs. You could do that here. You could do that, well, anywhere, really. What the freak? I got a whole bunch of Airbnbs we could be doing this on. If you have vacant land, I had a, I had a pretty sizable piece of land at uh, my place in El Paso that I was staying. And the guy was just like, yeah, rent it out. But I, I just never did it. I had people criticizing me about... Um, my trailer business with my son they're like well you're you, yeah of course you can do it because you have a big building with a big parking lot you don't need, you don't even need that you can go to a, any one of these rv parking lots and pay them like 50 bucks a month to oh store gosh, a trailer genius, or dude. pay one of these guys to store a trailer and then uh the the point is is that you're not trying to store the trailer you're trying to have it at at sites collecting waste and i i was considering getting into that as well if I can park a dump trailer here and there and there, all I got to do is go pick it up and take it to the dump. I'll let them fill it. They can keep the trailer on site. I don't need wow, it. Wow, dude. And so that's another thing I was considering doing with the truck. I just haven't got that off the road yet. But let's, uh, let's see where, let's see where, if there's some spots up in this, the Sendas area. Dude, what the freak? How did, why, why were you guys holding back on, <laughs> on this information? That's why I'm here. Oh my gosh. All right. So this is my zip code where I live. So let's find out what we got going on. Not a lot of rich people are renting stuff out up in this area. <laughs> There's one spot, $75. It's a that's just a closet. It's oh a seven God. by four closet. What the a closet? That's awesome. Okay. Wow. So my house is like right in here somewhere. That is so weird, dude. Yeah. My house is in here somewhere. $38 first month. What is this? It's a lot. Okay. That makes sense. 30. I would pay $38 for a month. Well, get, it goes it goes up to seventy five after that. That's how they get you. That's the introductory price. Oh, I, I see. So I could rent. I could park my trailer right here. I could park my Turo business vehicles here. Yeah. Oh my. Okay. Yeah. Dude, this is great. 
you just have to look out for the appointment required before each visit. Like some of them are just like 24 hour access. Other people are like, you got to call me when you're coming. I see. So like if I'm running a trailer rental business out of somebody's lot, they probably don't care, but somebody has a driveway. It's like, I can't just be having randos pop up in front of my house. Right. Like I, I got kids, but this one, $55 a month, 20 by 10 paved lot, like that little spot right there. You could put a, Oh, it has a little chain link fence on it. I could put two or three trailers back there. Is somebody sleeping in that tent? Probably. Yeah. Nice. Probably. A that's a, that's an Airbnb. And that's that's two that two hundred a night in San Francisco. That's two hundred a night in Apache <laughs> Junction if you're, <laughs> if you're uh, sling and crack out of that tent. That's true. Wow, bro. This is great. This is a revelation. What else do you guys know that could amplify my creative business? Um mm. dude, this you know what's interesting about this? Is think about the I have a couple, I probably have 15 rentals that don't cash flow. I bought them primarily for tax benefits. If I rent it out like a side the side yard or something on these properties, I could actually make a couple hundred bucks a month. Not that it's gonna like change my life, but there are some people that are like, I don't want to buy that rental because it's gonna lose me or I'm gonna break even. I'm like, yeah, you'll break even for 24 months until you can raise your rent. Yeah. Sometimes breaking even is a strategy. You just yes. have to be able to be risk averse. Like it's not, it's not the end of the uh, the world to break even sometimes. Because oh you have to remember, you are also getting the appreciation. You're getting the the loan pay down, the tax benefits, yada 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 yada. I don't need to explain all that. You can rent your pool out. Oh yeah, that's another one. I think my brother was trying to do that at his place in San Diego. I wouldn't want people in my pool, but that's. <laughs> That's pretty freaking cool. You just uh, make sure you put like a biffy out front so they don't have to come in the house to use the bathroom. Seriously, dude. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> wow. Guys, this is phenomenal. Look at this. Uh, my driveway ebook course comes out. $99.99. I had to be somebody that, that has the ebook already on the driveway course. Somebody's typing into chat GBT. Please write an ebook for me about renting out rent. Yeah. <laughs> How do, how do I rent driveways? What a, is, the is there any other a, app I need to know? Fuck. Um, whoops. They couldn't hear you probably because you're too far away from the microphone. Uh, man, it's probably. There's probably. Like, the, well, there's the trailer one. You could rent out your trailer on Outdoorsy. Yeah, Outdoorsy's Outdoorsy, good. yeah. Isn't there another neighborhood app like my, my next door neighbor or something like that? No? Okay. Well, yeah, look at Effie. She says, I'm writing a book on jumping out of planes, the pace way. Nice. I'm, I'm, I followed your lead, Effie. You jumped out of the plane before I did. And I, I any time Travis Banks says, Pace, you're going to use chat GPT. We are already using chat GPT. If I told you how I'm using it, it would not be, it would, you would not appreciate it. We are using it a lot. This whole conversation is chat GPT. Yeah, exactly. We, we didn't even realize it at the time. Exactly. <laughs> it's so that we're, fast. We're reading off a script right now. Uh, okay, so you can, ooh, I like this one. There's an app where you can rent out your power tools and tools in general. Can you please tell me about that? I was literally going to go to my guest garage. I don't know if I'm trusting that one. I will do it. What ooh. tools do you need? Uh, I got two, I got two uh, miter saws, brand new, like badass DeWalt ones, a killer, a killer power washer, like a 4,000 PSI power washer. That's a business. That power is a I know. Yeah. I was going to buy, I bought it so my son could like run this business and I realized, wait, he can't, he's not allowed to drive. <laughs> and, and I've never stopped me. You think I'm stupid for thinking that, but I let my son drive from here to Walmart all the time. Like, you know, he goes through the neighborhood. He has to cross one busy street. 
And I'm like, go to Walmart, come back. You know, he's 15. So my dad taught me to, to drive when I was like 14, 15 as well. Yeah. And teenagers nowadays, I don't know what the fad is right now, but there's so many kids that don't have their driver's license. They couldn't even care any less. That was like my ticket to freedom. Wasn't it like that for you, Wesley? Absolutely. The things I've done in cars is unspeakable. <laughs> in fact, that should be a, that should be a podcast. It could be. <laughs> unspeakable things in cars. I had a, I had a plate of spaghetti while driving down the freeway. Really? Yeah. It's that's what you do in Southern California. Hey, okay. You have no time other than here's the question. Eating. Let's ask the cop as, as we wrap this podcast up. If you saw somebody eating mom's spaghetti in their car, driving <laughs> in the freeway, what, what would you do? Would you pull them over? I'd pull them over to see if their palms were sweaty. <laughs> oh, you took it. You took it and you, you teed it up. You smashed it. Is there a ticket to, to write somebody when they're eating spaghetti? Yeah, absolutely. Well, in California, it would be considered unsafe speed for conditions because in your condition <laughs> where you're eating a plate of spaghetti, you shouldn't be moving oh, at all. Can you imagine writing that down on the ticket? And yeah. I would make sure when you sign it as acknowledging it, I take a, a piece of the spaghetti and just whip it. Whip, whip it. Sign it with the spaghetti. Exactly. So whip it right on the signature spot and just splat spaghetti right in your spot. You'd have to go to court. You couldn't pay that ticket. You'd have to go to court to tell your story too, 100%. Dude, okay, I'm telling you right now. It was ravioli. It wasn't spaghetti. Uh, they get, the officer's mistaken. Exactly. <laughs> so I don't know. Does that... Ace Team Extra says, I know somebody has a garbage can, uh, can cleaning business that he charges $30 for two cans. It takes 20 minutes. My wife hired a guy that cleans our garbage cans every week. And I go to my wife and I go, sweetheart, we have gone 40 years of our lives without having anybody ever clean our garbage cans except for this thumb and a hose okay <laughs> and all of a sudden because we live in this neighborhood you think it's okay for us to like ha this dude's charging us like 200 a month to clean out our tr trash cans i was like look dial it down to one time a month at the very most maybe once a quarter like we put things in garbage sacks they're not it's not like it's a horrible situation but it, i would i was looking at the dude's business he's dialed in it's a great business by the way this is the the first payment of the truck Oh, wow. Will you screenshot that to me? Check this out. This is here. Put it on. Um, there's the first payment right there. Sushi money. There's sushi money. $450. Where's where that going? Do you know? Uh, your, pay, your cash app? Is it my cash app? Yeah. So hopefully that's acceptable. Did, did to Molly that. give that to you or what? She, uh, I just Googled it or <laughs> no, I, I put in your phone number. So I'm assuming it's the okay, correct cool. one. If I it's, if it. it's not, then I guess I'm out 450 Ooh. bucks. But <laughs> wow. I guess, I guess that's a tax write up just like the whole truck. Yeah, it is. So that truck is new to me and it's a business vehicle. So regardless of how much I paid for the truck, the whole thing is right offable in the first year 100%. to my understandable. Yes. Yeah, so so it it's essentially a free truck. It is essentially a free truck. So that's another big thing that a lot of people were like talking, talking crap in the YouTube video. Like, how could you take advantage of this guy? I was like, well, I know what I was doing. Here's the thing. The people that are tra talking trash are not paying attention to the secrets of, of yeah, what's going on. They don't know anything. It's like the whole, it's like, think about this with Wesley, right? In his story, he had a wholesaler is like, this is a trash lead. I don't want to have anything to do with it. And then you guys go off and follow up with him. And the seller's like, yeah, I don't want to pay capital gains tax. I just got completely raked over the coals on the last deal. I don't want to pay capital gains tax. And you guys go and pay what the guy's asking price is, which nobody in their right mind would have paid it for cash. Right. Yep. But you got six units for $18,000 paying over what it's worth. 
from a cash perspective. Same yep. thing with the truck. I would have never paid that cash. Never. Never. But if you got the tax write-off in year one, right? And you or 80% of it, you'll get 80% of it, not 100%. Well, whatever my You'll get 80% this year with. and 20% next year. That works too? Yeah. It's works. still the whole amount. Yeah. Still that works for amount. me. And then um, your insurance and your gas and all that stuff is an expense, which is yeah. cool. And then you can bring in income. Dude. And I am on a podcast. And you're on a podcast. You'll do, you'll do, by the way, guys, follow Jacob Caddick on Instagram at Jacob Caddick, J-A-C-O-B, Caddick, C-A-D-D-I-C-K. Yeah. Right. And, and I'm building rapport. You're building rapport. It's just like, Here's it, it's a win-win situation. Like there's no, there's no losing in this deal. There's no way. There's no losing. And here's the thing is like, you'll be making a payment to me for like what? A couple of years until you decide to sell it or do whatever Eight, you want. 8.33 years. And until next year, when it, when it goes on the auction block at Barrett Jackson as yeah. a, as a TV car, <laughs> you're going to make grand. Your money there. 100 grand on that thing. Oh, I love it. Cause all these crazy asses at Barrett Jackson will pay anything for a car. Yep, Absolutely. I love, I love it. Um, guys, Jacob Caddick, on Instagram at Jacob Caddick. I'll put his name in the side chat. And Avalon Vending Services. You put underneath the little thing so people can see it. That's another one. Vending. People love snacks, sodas, candy. They love that crap. Bro, you're speaking my language right now. Exactly. When you say people love snacks, you're talking about me. Just like this guy right here. Yeah, boom. People love this stuff. Do you have a vending machine company? I, I So I scaled a, a vending machine company from zero to 10 units in El Paso before I moved because so like- you own all the, the vending machines in all of El Paso. <laughs> no, not even close, <laughs> but there, and that's the thing about vending. There's so many opportunities. Like every, everybody wants vending and they're, and they will, you don't pay to be there. You, you say I'm providing a service and they let you stay there for free. You use their power, you use their utilities and you put your machine for free and you make money because you're providing a service. And that's wow. what that's why I had to get out of the business in El Paso because my service was going to diminish greatly because I didn't put a system in place that would have uh, allowed me to to stay in business when I moved out here. Meaning oh cuz you needed boots on the ground. Somebody I needed like, boots on the ground. ground. But I, I got a trusted to a community of people yet. Not yet. And so I I have a trusted guy that's running it now and he's he's taking good care of it but uh but I just we should I, do, I we sold should do it a podcast him. about how to start a vending machine company. We could do that about any any company. Laundromat every and everything's vending. Laundromats, guy on the street, uh, beer, what whatever. Anything's vending. <laughs> Arcade games. And all vending is real estate. It all goes hand in hand. And so it's a really interesting concept. If you guys think that Jacob Caddick should never wear a hat because his hair is so th bro, your hair is so thick. It looks like each one of those is a two by four. Each one of those little <laughs> follicles are, is, is a two by four. It's thick, boys. And you I was getting, a great head of hair. I was going to shave before this too. Why? I, I don't know. I like clean shaving. Bro, you. Oh my gosh, you wouldn't. I wouldn't even recognize you. Holy crap! Caddick with two Ds. Caddick with two Ds. He'll give you two Ds. <laughs> so uh, Jacob Caddick, Jacob at Jacob Caddick, C A D D I C K, and you've got Wesley. Grant underscore 21. Guys, this has been a great episode of Get Creative. These are the last three submissions for creative finance deals for our February contestants. We will be talking about, uh, we will actually be here. Can you hear me? No, I can't hear you, Jason. Yee. You're not inside the house with us, okay? Um, ooh, this is great. Uh, can you hear me? For Wesley and Pace, how does a private money lender 
protect themselves from having funds tied up with a student that is not performing, asking for a friend and wanting to protect my partners. Uh, Jason Yee, number one, go into the private money lending. Um, ooh, Wesley, you know Jill that's upstairs in my house. She's the yeah. blonde girl from um, Utah. I did a whole hour and a half one-on-one -on -one with her a little bit ago. She's a sub two student. And she said, how do I protect myself from um, all the things that could go wrong in a private money lending situation? I recorded that Zoom and I'm going to be emailing that to all the sub two students here uh, tomorrow morning. Wesley Grant and I are also creating a YouTube series right now about that exact situation and how to overcome it. Sure. Uh, but we, Jason, you just, just look for your email tomorrow. I'll be sending it out to all the sub two community members tomorrow morning. So thank you for the reminder on that, Jason Yee. Um, Wesley Grant, you're the man. Wesley Grant underscore 21 and Jacob Caddick on Instagram at J-A-C-O-B-C-A-D-D-I-C-K. That's D-I-C-K. D-I-D-D-I-C-K. All right, guys. Thank you so much. Have a great night.